Hey, 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 happy Tuesday, and welcome to the Flow and Flourish podcast. I am your wonderful host, Nicole Rome, the capacity coach. Yes, I said the capacity coach. There may be a couple of them out there, but I know that since I started doing this work and walking in purpose, on purpose, I was the only one doing capacity coaching. And so I'm excited to be the trailblazer doing that. And again, welcome to the Flow and Flourish podcast today. If this is your very first time tuning in, then you are in such a great space. This is the place where we talk openly and honestly about all the things that come with being a mom, sister, friend, employee, business owner, any combination of one, two, or more of those things. And just the stress and overwhelm that can come from wearing all of those many hats. And oftentimes it leads us to operating at what I call max capacity. And so here... We talk a lot about how to really manage through that, how to be the best versions of ourselves, how to really prioritize self-care so that we can show up in excellence in every single room that we're in, wearing each and every one of those hats. And if you are not new to this, but true to this podcast, then welcome back and thank you so much for being the best part of this podcast because I really do this for us. It's not a me thing. And I will tell you in a heartbeat, almost a year ago, I didn't even want to start a podcast, but I do it for us. And so thank you for tuning back in. So today we are talking all about going with the flow. And it is so timely and just in alignment with so many things that are happening both personally and professionally with me. So I want to go ahead and share what it really even means to go with the flow, because I know I hear it all the time. I toss it around. I'm sure me saying it is not the first time that you've heard it. And then I want to give you some tips on how to just do that. Because as I mentioned, there are definitely three different areas in my life right now that I'm learning how to go with the flow. And I'm going to talk about that too. But before I do, let me tell you that this is the last month that you get that 50% discount for being a listener, being part of the Flow and Flourish podcast tribe, okay? I only have a few more balance booster appointments left over the course of the next two weeks. So if you wanna get in while this discount is on and to help you to really figure out what your next best steps are so you can release overwhelm get unstuck, create the balance that you really need and desire for you to show up in excellence and be that best version of you, then send me a message today. Let me know that you've listened to the podcast. You want to schedule a balance booster and I will get you in. All right. So let's talk about this going with the flow thing. For me, I had to really learn what that meant And over the course of my personal and professional experience, I like to sum it up as being almost like an art, which is, I guess, why I call my main coaching program the art of flow, because going with the flow is an art. It's the art of acceptance. It's you accepting the good, the bad, the ugly, regardless of what's going on and still being able to move through that. And 
I'm coming to you today, you know, being fully transparent that there's been so much happening behind the scenes in my life. And in particular, one of the areas that I'm struggling to go with the flow in is releasing my dad back to God because he has struggled with chronic heart failure for so long. And we recently um, accepted his decision to start end-of-life hospice care. And so when I tell you that I'm having to practice what I preach to take my own advice, to do all of those different things, ooh, baby, I am. And on top of that, I've mentioned, you know, my baby girl has turned 18 and there are decisions that she's making, me having to step back and really go with the flow with that. And even when it comes to my business, just really being able to go with the flow in that respect on, you know, what kind of speaking engagements I'm doing, relinquishing control in certain areas so that I do have the capacity to show up the way that I need to for my clients. So it's just been a whole lot. So I just want you to know that I'm not just telling you this. This is something that I live, eat, breathe, sleep, rinse and repeat. So we're going to talk about going with the flow. And one of the first ways for you to actually do that, in my humble opinion and experience in ways that I teach my clients, is to stay present. And I know that's so much easier said than done. Staying present means you're not thinking about the future, you're not thinking about the past, but you're focused on this moment. And for me, I have two examples of that. So let's take you know, baby girl who's now 18 and an adult and has graduated high school. I remember a couple of weeks leading up to her birthday, I was reminiscing on, oh my gosh, did I plant enough seeds in her for her to be a successful adult? What is she going to do in the future if she decides she doesn't want to go to college? Because that was a conversation. Um, Just so many different things. And I let all of the thoughts and worries of you know, the past and the future consume me. But the moment that I focused on the present, the fact that we are alive and healthy and we have raised such a responsible young lady who was graduating, who made it to 18, I was able to breathe and be at peace. So I focused on what was going on that day in that moment. And at the time, we were scrambling trying to get stuff together for prom because that was a whole last minute thing. Y'all know the outside just opened back up. (laughs) So really being able to just focus that moment day by day, embracing each and every day, literally going with the flow. There were some good days. There were some bad days, but we embraced it. I stayed in the present. And even as I deal with the heart wrench of a parent who's dying. It's even hard for me to say that. Staying in the present, not focusing on, you know, who my dad used to be or him not being here in the future, but staying present and enjoying the moments that I still have now. And really that leads me to gratitude, right? What is it that you're grateful for? Because that's going to help you to stay in the present. I've had to sit and reflect and think about how grateful I am That for over six years, my dad has still been here because what I have not shared so publicly with the world is that 
my dad actually passed away and then they brought him back. And so to still have him here for six years, to have conversations, to have guidance, to have all of those things, I'm grateful for that. So that helps me as my heart is aching, knowing that he's almost at the end of his life. That doesn't mean the pain doesn't hurt. That doesn't mean that I'm okay, because I'll tell you in a minute, it's okay to not be okay, but I'm staying present. I'm focusing on what it is today. And today, I still get to talk to him. Today, I still get to spend time with him. So I'm not going to worry about the future. So that's the first tip, to stay present. Number two is to really surrender control. And listen, I'm going to do an entire episode on selective surrender because I've shared bits and pieces of how at one point I, you know, surrendered my marriage, but I didn't want to surrender my money or, you know, I surrendered the money, but didn't want to surrender my children and the parenting. And so when you are looking to go with the flow and trying to figure out how to do that, you got to let go of control, sis. I just have to say that because so many of us are so busy trying to control each and every piece of our lives. And this is coming from Little Miss Planner, right? I'm the one who six months to a year, even sometimes two years in advance, are like, hey, y'all, what are we doing for Thanksgiving? Because I want to go to X, Y, and Z. So I'm planning, right? And the planning is honestly, it's, it's a control piece. For me to be able to have control and predict what will and what will not happen or what I'm going to allow to happen. But when it gets to the point where it's obsessive, right? And you just don't want to let go of control. I'll use the two examples again. I cannot control what my daughter decides. I've now shifted from CEO to guidance, right? Giving her the guidance. And it's the same with my dad. I can't control what God has planned for him. There's no humanly way possible. I can do all the planning. I can, you know, do all of that, but I have no control. And the moment that you surrender control, the peace that comes upon you is priceless. So if you are struggling with that today, I want you to do me a favor. I want you to just affirm, I surrender control. I surrender control. It's okay to do that. And listen, to my recovering control freaks and perfectionistas, I know that sounds like a lot. But if you have been struggling to go with the flow, I guarantee you that there's a piece in there where you have not surrendered control. And then last but not least, the third way for you to really go with the flow and to excel at this art of acceptance is to practice and practice and practice. Because as I mentioned earlier, just because you were able to maybe, you know, go with the flow when things were going well in your marriage, how do you go with the flow when they're not? How do you show up at work when your heart is aching because your marriage is struggling? How do you show up as a mom or as a friend or even for yourself? That's what going with the flow is about. It's about regardless of what's going on, you finding a way to continue to do what you need to do. And again, that doesn't mean that you don't hurt or that you don't feel bad or that you don't get upset. 
because I'm the first one to tell you that, yes, I may have my morning routine all the way mapped out. And then I have the six year old who I frequently say is trying to take me out, who is just off the chain and none of it gets done. And some days, I'll be honest, it does throw me for a loop and it makes me not want to do anything and just throws me off. And other days, I literally go with the flow and I'm like, you know what? I'm right where I'm supposed to be. Maybe he just needed a little bit more attention in this moment and I needed to pivot. So it's about being able to accept what is, even when things aren't going right and still be committed to showing up as the person that God created you to be. And so I want to ask how many of you struggle with going with the flow? And I need you to tell me why. Like, what makes you struggle with that? Think about that. I'll give you a minute. And I'm going to give you a couple of reasons that I found, not only within myself, but a whole collective of other folks, why it's so hard to go with the flow. Because now that you have the tips, understanding why is going to help you to change those different behaviors. So the number one reason I found that people do not go with the flow, or I guess have trouble going with the flow, is because they don't want to relinquish control. Sound familiar, right? I know we just talked about this. You just heard me say in tip number two is to surrender control. And let's take that even a little bit further. Why do we feel like we need to have control? And I know for me and the people that I've worked with, it's been because we feel and truly believe that if we don't control it, things are going to go wrong. So there's this false sense of control that we actually give ourselves by controlling things because we think that if we let go, all hell will break loose. And yeah, that can be true. But this goes into number two. The second reason that people struggle with going with the flow is because it's hard. And while I don't totally disagree, I just want to ask, is it though? Because going against the grain and not going with the flow, in my experience, is a whole lot harder than just going with the flow and accepting things. Because when we try to make things happen, right? You've heard, if it don't fit, don't force it. Or some version of that. But when you are constantly going against the flow and doing things that are just not in alignment and don't feel good to you, it's hard. And I would say even harder than going with the flow. Initially, yes, it's hard because of the mindset of you not wanting to surrender that control. But it's harder in the long run if you don't. And so I just want to encourage you again that if you are struggling with things in your life and you feel like things are not flowing, are you letting go of control? Are you being in the present? Are you being grateful? Are you giving yourself grace for even trying? And are you practicing this across the various areas of your life? I know I kind of rushed over that practice piece, but it's so important that we realize the more that we practice this, right? It's like anything. The more that you practice saying affirmations or meditating or practicing self-care or practicing basketball, you know, any of those things, 
the more that you practice, the better you become at it. And going with the flow is literally an art. And you cannot become good at something if you don't practice it. So I just want to leave you with that. Y'all are getting a short episode today. I know that a couple of them have been lengthy, so I'm trying to be mindful, but really just also wanted to get this out because it's so fresh on my heart with all the things that are happening both personally and professionally in my life. So letting things just go and going with the flow in terms of my business doesn't mean I don't plan. But when things come up or don't go as I've expected or even that I've wanted, still being able to pick myself up, dust myself off and try again. And yes, I stole Aaliyah's lyrics. I guess I didn't steal them. I borrowed them. Anywho, I thank you for tuning in this week. And I want you to make sure that you come back next week because we are going to be, I guess, kind of following the same approach. We're going to be talking about how it's never too late to start over. As we kick off June and it being the middle of the year, so many of us may be feeling like, you know what, I'm already halfway through the year and I haven't hit my goals or done much of the things that I said I wanted to do. So I'm going to just stay where I'm at. But I want to halt you. Wait a minute. You still have time. So join me next week to talk about how it's never too late to start over with my special guest, Krista Shavers. And we will go from there. I pray that you have a lovely week. I pray that you are taking care of yourselves. And I don't take it lightly that you tune in every single week. So thank you for being the best part of this podcast again. Until then, I look forward to continuing to be your capacity coach, sharing all my tools, tips, tricks, knowledge, and resources with you. And I pray that you know, beyond a shadow of a doubt, that I am here to help you if you have nobody else. I don't care. Nobody else. You have me to help you to create the life that you desire on your terms. And I look forward to continuing to be able to do just that by helping you to create balance between your personal and your professional life without ever having to sacrifice yourself, your family, and what matters most to you. I will talk to you next week.